Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer, Charity. Hi, everybody. Adam. Playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. Hi, everyone. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian, Stormbringer. Hi. And Jay, playing the drow elf druid, Vamaris. Ruh. I think that was Jay's That. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And with that. Let's begin tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Dun, 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was just about to comment on how much I enjoy the like Adam sings the goats theme song, and then that. I'm just like, oh god. Just had a knoll in my throat. <laughs> I'm just not even gonna comment. Oh no! I just took it like a tiny little knoll had been shrunken down and put in his throat. You guys have to make it icky. It was a null penis. We all know. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. Let's rip the band-aid right off. I was going to say, I like how I just go for, like, let's let's sort of lampshade this idea. And then Andy's just like, ah, I'm going to drive a truck over that. It was a cooked null penis. All right? Okay. Do what they got anyway. Last time on Goats and Dragons, <laughs> the party was deep in the clutches of an alhoon who had been using some knolls for interesting, nefarious purposes. They had thwarted whatever plans he had for the halflings and refused to give up uh, and, and refused to give up Hakari to him. Who knows what he needed her for? However, with a powerful spell, he made the cave come down on Narvi, who was just able to throw Moto to freedom before being crushed. This separated the party from one another, forcing the healers of the party to find an entirely alternative route. Luckily, Stormbringer, Burbage, and Hikari were able to kill the remaining gnolls and the Alhoun himself. After the fight, Hikari had some interesting questions for Charity. Primarily, she remembers those glowing halos of fire from someone else, someone who in a previous life had killed her. So did Charity know someone that had similar powers? She was very slowly regaining her memories and her abilities and was looking for the remaining gear from her original life, including a crystalline necklace 
with small, tiny spiders inside of it. Meanwhile, Stormbringer and Vimeris worked to free Narvi, uh, but they could only do so by removing his arm completely. The party then scavenged the remaining loot from the caves and left to return to the caravan. They found that Galur had already come and gone, taking the elves' wagon in the process. Now the day's waning. Moto and Narvi retreat to the wagon after a small meal. Meepus, attempting to sober up from the knoll wine, drinks some tea around a fire. Tellywood prepares for the continued voyage, and no one who was captured makes eye contact with each other or wishes to talk about recent events. What would you all like to do? I want to go track Galore down and kill him. Or punch him. I think I said punch him last episode. No, I might have said kill him. You said kill. Definitely. I was, was going to say, Charity's going to look up from his book. You said kill. We agreed on kill. Okay, let's go get him. We should really finish escorting the caravan so we can go get this plant. Oh. Oh, yeah, the main quest. Yeah. Do we still care about that? <laughs> I care. Yeah, I think I'll Really? I'll yeah, I care. I think it's okay. Well, since I think oh. that all of you will die if we don't, yes, Wait. I care. Oh. Why would we all die? That's like my vision. Yeah, that vision, that dream. But your vision happened in Federa, right? So my whole thing, again, which is why I want us to stay on the boat, is if we just avoid Federa, we should be fine. Vimeris is can't die in Federa if we're not in Federa. I thought death wasn't a thing, so we can't die anyway. That's true. That's also a good point. So that's another argument for us going after Galore. Stop All right, let's go. Ga- let's go after Galore. Um, to be fair, from what I recall, his wagon was last seen heading north, which is the way we're going anyway to get to the town where we get the plant. So it's yeah. potentially likely that we might just find him anyway, sort of kill him along the way. Yeah, I guess. Why do you sound unhappy at that? Because I want to kill him now. Charlie sort of sighs, turns a page. Hey, Tellywood. Tellywood. She's very far yes. from us. Yes, what you want? What's the plan here? Are we crashing here tonight? And just I, rest I think... and then... I certainly need to, yes. Oh, yeah, because of recent events? Well, you yes. No captured. one is talking about Burbage. Right, I know. Didn't you just... hear the recap? <laughs> <laughs> you're, the one, you're the one who breaks the fourth wall, Burbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to Stormbringer uh, <laughs> recap. <clears throat> All right, well, it looks like we're, we're sleeping here tonight, so we might as well just take it easy for now and exercise the virtue of patience, Stormbringer. And I look, I give Vimeris a, a, a look when I say that, for no apparent reason. I look. He at gives you point. a look, too, but you're not sure what it is. <laughs> Unconceivable well, passion. Because of the mask or because it's foreign look? <laughs> Vimeris doesn't really know what he's 
what how he's staring at Burbage right now. Because of the oh. mask or because it's foreign? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Insight check yourself. Oi! Tellywood! Oh. Hey, Tellywood! Yeah, yes, Burbage? Um, do you happen to know where the elves were headed as part of this caravan? Uh, I think they were headed to Wistermere. Is that where everybody in this caravan is headed? No. Well, our caravan's a bit smaller than when we started. Right, yeah, that uh, that does suck. So, Wistamir, huh? Can you spell that? W-I-S-T-O-M-E-R, I think. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Okay, one more, one more question. My God, yes. Uh, do you happen to know what their business was to be in Wistamir? No, the the reason this caravan is so special is because, yeah, because I don't everybody ask gets privacy and you don't ask questions. All right, I, I remember. All right, hey, sorry that you got captured by the gnolls, but I hope you have a great rest of your night. All right, just kind of take it easy. I will. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, wasn't Wistamir where Vermeris's person is? I nod. So maybe we should stop protecting these people and go to Wistamere. Just ride on on horses tonight? Uh, is that where Galore's going? Right now? I mean, he's heading toward there, but it's certainly a ways away. I guess we can wait. Don't okay, let then. the wagon reach the town or they'll disappear again. I wonder what they were talking uh, about. Do you think they meant Wistamere or like a different town along the way? Probably, I guess, a different town because why would they be heading to Wistamere if they didn't want the wagon to reach it? Eh, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to try to attune to this mask of many faces. They were very stupid um, to answer your question. Yeah, that's true. Andy, can is yeah. cannot, can Burbage attune to this mask on his own or is he going to need Charity's help? No, no, you can do it on his own. You just basically are wearing it uh, and sort of have to kind of feel out how it works for about 10 minutes. I really wish that I had, like, a magical, like, sound recording device so that I could just have, like, a guided meditation for Burbage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it on and try to attune to it. Beautiful. Sounds good. So you uh, you kind of go and sit kind of by one of the camels and plop a blanket down and just just meditate on this object. And after a little bit, you feel you start to you can feel it changing shape and you can feel your almost as if your own face is changing shape and the mask kind of disappears. Uh, and you feel that you can change the skin color and add blemishes and you understand how eyebrows are working on it and the thickness of lips. You feel that you could mimic most faces if you wanted to. Nice. This is horrifying. Oh, does anyone <laughs> watch you do this? <laughs> I, I think Jay is saying it's horrifying. I, I, I prob- Charity probably 
looks up from his book, sees this. Huh. That could be useful. Well, it's sort of interesting because what you see is a face, but it's covered in small tentacles, um, though it's changing color and blemishes and largeness and thickness of tentacles. Oh, uh, I'm oh, gonna, so it is horrifying. So, so I, I, I looked up. So it is horrifying. Yes. Look down. Look back up. Are you trying to look like the creature that we just killed? Yes, I'm working. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Can it totally you look is. like anything? I don't know. Less likely to get you murdered by the guards at any civilized town. Oh, oh I don't know. Maybe. Uh, give. Oh, all right. I'll take requests. Look like me. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I love it. DBZ power-ups. <laughs> I know. So you, you, yeah, so you you sort of, your hair turns into sort of uh, braided dreads, uh, and your skin turns gray, just like Stormbringers. You're starting to get her eyebrows, her eyes, her nose completely correct. And then there's just a whole bunch of tentacles hanging down from your face. I don't what do you think? think? Quite right. I don't. Well, it feels right. You've got some tentacles going on, and I don't think I have those. Can I, Andy? Like, I don't know how this works. Can I like reach up with my hand and like feel the tentacles, or can I see them like like coming out of my face? You can't really see them, but you can reach up and you feel them. Yeah, they're they're basically your face. Oh, you feel oh. them as if they're what you look like now. Oh, this is terrible. That's disgusting, but it's also kind of cool, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe I have to just attune to it more. Andy, I I try to attune to it extra hard. Extra hard. So I can learn how to make the tentacles go away. Give me an arcana check, please. All right. Yeah. I'll do that. Solid. You don't think you can get rid of the tentacles at the moment? Um, you're, you can't tell exactly if it's just this mask in particular or if something needs to be tweaked or if you just need to spend more time with it. You're just, you're just really not sure. Um, but it, it very well might be a mask of many faces for Illithid. Ugh. Hey, guys. Somebody stop me from wearing this mask and I tear it off. Oh, in wow. frustration. Oh my god. And I put it in my bag. So I have to assume <laughs> that to everyone else, it looks for at least a fraction of a second like he just tore his own face off. Yes. That was Absolutely. epic. <laughs> it was terrifying. And awesome. I return to the fire and I drink. <laughs> Good. Uh, when you get into your bag, you actually... Um, you actually find another bottle in there. A bottle that you haven't uh, used or seen before. Ooh. It is unlabeled. Is it unlabeled, Andy? It is, is unlabeled. It? <laughs> but you you know just from a, a few sniffs of this and the tiniest nip, um, this is the druidic uh, whiskey that Hakari had been drinking, and she left you about half a bottle of it. 
Oh, Gary, she's so nice. I take a couple swigs of that druidic whiskey. <laughs> With, I mean, you also know that this is incredibly powerful stuff. I take one small swig of it. Please give me a constitution saving throw. You have passed out. <laughs> All right. the one swig, you are unconscious around the fire. That is great. Thank you. <laughs> Might be a new record for how quick he's passed out. Were we trying uh, yeah, to set a new a record for that? Uh, he might have been. Maybe that's why he drinks so much. Vamaris, what are you doing? I went for a walk. This is feeling a lot like the <laughs> end again. Obviously, that's not Stormbringer saying... I didn't go far. I'm just walking around our little camp. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, just, leaving, I'm just saying, I went for a walk. Burby just passed out drunk. Like... I feel like as this happens, Charity is just going to, like, sort of roll one eye towards Stormbringer so that she's in peripheral vision at all times. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the sky. Beautiful. You it, mark um, down the moon again just to make sure the time hasn't messed up. Um, and it, it's, it hasn't, right? No, it hasn't. It hasn't at all. Okay, okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> Insects, I mean, the moon know. is the same. Unless you unless you missed an exact month, uh, you should be fine. Okay. Andy realizes he can do that to you constantly as this <laughs> missing exact month. Um, as I'm sort of still sitting here reading, I'm going to look up. Oh, yeah, should we check on that dwarf that fell out of the sky? Oh, <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. Buzzards and crows are now eating what's left of him. I mean, I guess we can. Do we care? I don't. Yeah, let's let's go check. Okay. I'll carry Burbage with us because I'm not going to leave him to get kidnapped or something. <laughs> okay, okay. Burbag. As I'm sort of as I'm walking up to this body, which I believe we've been yeah. assuming is Bara, I'm just going to sort of very casually. Um, thaumaturgy and create a bonfire near it to scare off the good yeah no problem yeah uh, the crows and the a buzzard that's lurking nearby just fly away then when you get close uh, anything useful on him or identity uh, no he does have a small sheath um as if a dagger were to be in it, but there is no dagger. It's gone. Um, and it, he does have, like, um, uh, the strings of a pouch, but the pouch has been cut, too. So it looks like he'd already been looted, basically. Hmm. I wonder if we have Galur to thank for that. I bet we do. I'm gonna beat him. That'll always be the dream. <laughs> um... I mean, other than this, he's he's really in bad shape uh, as far as keeping his form as a dwarf. Uh, he did fall from a great height. Um, Do we recognize him? He's Bara, right? I mean, he's wearing similar clothes, you think? You didn't really pay a ton of attention to Bara. 
Um, and his, his face is too messed up to recall, really. Hmm. Well, that was an exciting endeavor. Let's go back to the fire. <laughs> okay. Right. Technically, we're s- sitting by one again, but... On the way back, I'm going to ask Gary... Oh, how, yeah. How his time was when we were separated and we were in the cave. Can he answer I, that question? Yeah, my time was fine. It was good. <laughs> I had a good time with the orc. He's nice. I scratched his ear. He scratched my face. And then he ran inside the cave and I watched on the horses for you guys. Can, and can I scared I, off can I, I scared off a, a bird. I don't know if you can hear Gary. Can, so can I? No, yeah, no one can hear Gary but you because speaking with plants is the spell used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish everyone could hear you, Gary. I'm going to pet him. Oh, thanks. I do enjoy pets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, hey, Vimeris? How, how hey, long Vim- do you plan on staying with us? Hey, Vimeris, I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, can I eat the dwarf? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Also, we, we would have brought Burbage back with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a note. Help yourself. I like Gary. Where's he going? He's going to go eat the dwarf. Oh, okay. That's good. It is good. Otherwise, (laughs) I was going to have to leave a bonfire on him for a long time. (laughs) To cook him? To eating temp for us? Because I like my things a lot sloppier than that. No, Would you guys shut up? I have have a headache, says Meepus across the campfire. Hey, Meepus, we saved your stupid life, so you have to be polite to us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you please shut up? Um. Yeah, I'll try to talk more quietly, but I'm not very good at it. So, so can so can I stir in my sleep and just kind of say like, "Oh, fuck you, Meepus." <laughs> <laughs> so Charity's going to be speaking. It's like, so I, I I apologize that you know we got a little noisy and it was causing you problems. And I'm going to do the thing again with thaumaturgy where it's still the very quiet, polite voice. It's just sort of starting to be about the volume of someone shouting. Okay, yeah. He's like, ah, ah, okay, okay, okay. Made your point. Ow. You're lucky. Sorry. That's the first set of points. The second set is made with fire. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just sort of rolls over and puts a big blanket over himself. But we were... uh, This time, not with the extra thaumaturgy, like but we will try to be more quiet until your headache goes away. Appreciate it. All right, what would you like to do? Um, is it I, bedtime for everyone? I was yeah, say, is it bedtime? Yeah. What time is it? It's getting DBI. It's about eight or nine at night now. So I would, I would probably just keep reading until we got to the start of the eight hours that comprised the rest. Okay. Um, so I don't know how many I don't know from where we started to where we've gotten to how much more that's been yeah you've gotten about six hours in then on that book 
<laughs> I'm not keeping a tally mark in my notes. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I was is that I was gonna say is that the sound that Charity makes when he reads? No, actually, he's <laughs> pretty quiet when he reads. Yeah, I, just, I think it's Galway, but that, that, that was, I like to was, imagine Charity. Too. That was me reaching around my mic to make tally marks. I get you. I see. So Burbage is out. Uh, do you want to set a watch or just? So yeah, if we've gotten to the first uh, chunk of watch, I would say um, Charity will take first watch and then uh, maybe Stormbringer and then Vimeris can be awake uh, because that will finish his meditation. Yeah. And uh, then you, yeah, sounds good. you could wake up um, Burbage whenever. Cool. So you can get two more um, hours in if you don't really want to watch charity. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, okay. Oh wait. Actually, I'm gonna amend that. Sorry. Um, can I take the last watch, if possible? Sure. Uh, but no, I'm. I, I wouldn't be reading on my watch. Uh, so if we just cool. like cycle everybody up one. All right. Uh, so it's Stormbringer first, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we said, give me a perception check, Stormbringer, as you roll out your your sleeping bags and your maybe small tents if you have them. Um, you're sleeping under the stars because you still don't have a wagon, really. All right, That's Stormbringer, you're just thinking over how many gnolls you killed today, and oh, it's awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right, and then Vim, uh, and then Burbage. Uh, I'm here. Then Vimeris, and then I'll then wake Vimeris? up okay. for Vimeris to get his last two hours of meditation. Okay. Vimeris, give me a perception. Okay. Yeah, you're. Everyone seems dead asleep. Everyone's just really exhausted. You, besides the camels, you're really not seeing much else. Um, though the stream is a little loud, um, and you, but you don't hear anything else. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, then it'll be me. Give me a perception. Perception check. Uh, yeah, about the same. Um, it's starting to get toward morning. Um, but there's just some insects. Nothing else is moving around. Can okay. I please be awake? Um... Well, I was probably going to wake you up then so that you can yeah. take the last watch. Uh, but before I do that, before I go back to sleep, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to cast aid uh, twice using third level spells, spell okay. slots, uh, and adding durable to it each time. Um, okay. This will not be the same normal distribution. Uh everybody's hit point maximum and current hit points goes up by 10 except for Stormbringers that goes up 20. Seems like overkill, but thank you. Hey. How long does that last? 16 hours. Wow. Welcome to what I built this character to do. (laughs) Um, I would keep track, though, of how many hit points I've added to your max and your current. 
Um, yeah, I am this time. Yeah, just just so, so that it's easier in case we get to a oh, I use spells in battle. I don't have it next time, and I'll probably change the distribution a little bit around before next time. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Guess how much HP I have now. How much? Ninety. Um, I'm gonna have to kill you harder. No, don't do that. All right. So yeah, I'd wake Burbage up. Um, I assume Vimeris is sort of up and about anyway, and then I would mm-hmm. uh, sort of curl back up for my last couple hours of sleep. All right. Uh, and Burbage, you are awake, though you have a really bad headache. Uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage, please. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Um, on sort of the ridge line, uh, just to the south, um, you're pretty sure you see some like wolves watching uh, the caravan a bit, um, but they quickly sort of scurry away. They might have been coyotes. You're not exactly sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my dog. I was like, uh, <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, yeah, you're. That's it. Uh, morning comes. Everyone generally wakes up. Um, Gary has eaten the dwarf pretty much, like sucked him dry, and then just sort of ate everything that wasn't uh, wasn't cloth or armor. Oof. I relay to the others uh, what I saw, but the wolves and or coyotes. Hmm. We'll have to keep an eye on that. All right, so you clear up in the morning. Uh, you pack away everything. Tellywood is very eager to get going again. Um, and I assume, but tell me if I'm wrong, that you want to stay with the caravan and go their normal pace uh, and continue northward. Would you like to add anything to that or change how you normally go? Um, I don't particularly think so. We're currently without a wagon. Um, so yep, you we're... really only have two wagons and a cart left in this caravan. Our sad caravan. Um, but outside of that, I don't think much has changed. Should we right. should we like take turns trying to like be at the head of the caravan, like move on ahead of it to try to see if we can catch Galore? I don't know if like if he would like be on the lookout for the caravan or if the caravan would be easier here than like a couple of our scouts. I don't think he's going to see us coming. All right. Cool. All right. So you pack everything up and start heading out with the caravan at your normal pace. So given that there is an empty spot on um, Tullywood's cart, um, Mm -hmm. I might occasionally try to like hitch the camel I've been riding to like the halfling's wagon and sit up there okay. with her so I can read a little bit with her. And That's, also yep, totally mine. Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. So about three days pass in this fashion. You keep looking out for Galur and you every once in a while definitely pick up his tracks. Um, he's not that far ahead of you, though you can't quite see him. Um, and every day, uh, 
he, you're reading your book. Uh, everyone's watching out at night. Um, I, I'm assuming every every night you're casting that aid. Yeah, and I'll probably actually just keep it at that the ten, 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 twenty for it. Okay. And I am meticulously keeping track of the date. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and you are not skipping time at all. Uh, there's no time fuckery. It's really good. Uh, the the landscape around you, though, you're still following the river on your right. Um, the river does bend and then go a little bit more straight north after going west a bit. The landscape around you does stop getting dry, uh, and the grasses seem to be much more lush. The trees uh, are, aren't just these pine trees anymore, but like large coniferous trees. Um, the landscape is getting actually quite beautiful around you. Um, there are more hills. Um, you definitely now start to see mountains in the distance. It's becoming quite beautiful. And along with that, um, the weather is also getting a little chillier as you continue up. It's still actually quite pleasant right now. Um, but the really, really, you know, smoldering heat of Federo seems like a really distant memory at this point. Is this a, is it a mountain range I know? Right. So off to your kind of northeast, uh, you definitely uh, see the Bovelia Mountains or the start of them. Okay. Um, it's a very large mountain range, so you don't feel like you're in any danger of running into anyone you know. But Good. yeah. Are there any new plants or? Uh, there are, and there's. Um, you also see a few animals. Um, that you're sort of taking note of. You see like a white stag um, that's actually quite beautiful. Uh, you okay. start to start to find some plants that you're not exactly sure what they what they do because um, you're not really too versed in this biome, but you're uh, you're learning their properties as you go along, um, and you feel that you again are starting to acclimate your herbalist kit toward this kind of climate. Now. And in those three days, how many hours of reading did I get in? Assuming probably uh, like yeah. half to three quarters of my time during the day I was riding with Tellywood and mostly reading. Yeah, I'd say about six hours a day probably you got in then. And then plus the reading in the evening? Uh, Probably another th- three in the evening. Okay, so nine. If this is pretty much just all you're doing during this time. I mean, outside yeah. of like talking and eating right right yeah but yeah um okay but everyone starts to feel a little bit of a sigh of relief because it's been a rough week (laughs) for you guys you just basically haven't you've been having fights basically every single day everyone on the caravan that's left is tired and you're starting to run out of supplies here um, definitely have a water source right next to you, and you're having to forage a lot more during the day. Um, but mostly Stormbringer, now getting into a little bit more her home climate, uh, is able to find a lot of food for you um, as well. Can Vimeris what kind of food? good berry? Uh, Vimeris can, yeah, absolutely. If you wanted to. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was wondering. I could... It's not his normal preparation, but he could. Okay, well, I, I literally wasn't. Right when the right. supplies are starting yeah. to run out, 
Uh, and at this and at this point, even the the Furbolgs have run out of all of the food that they brought along. So they're they're still helping prepare and cook a lot of things, but it's mostly just whatever you're foraging. Um, they've made good berry pancakes. They've made good berry stew a few nights. Um, good berry shrimp, which is a feat <laughs> that you don't exactly know how it works. I was like, did, did we did we get river shrimp, or is this entirely comprised of good berries? Yep, lots of sh- it's shrimp shaped good berries, basically. Is what it is. Bell pepper uh, beef without beef. Yeah, awesome. it's it's a vegan uh, shrimp. Yeah. Uh, and Burbage, okay. you, uh, how are you doing on your alcohol problem? I mean, if have you already drunk been... half of the the bottle that she left, or? Are you saving no, that so, for a special occasion? I think I'll go ahead and save the druidic whiskey, but I do think that I will have finished my regular rum. Okay. And so I still have, yeah, I'll have the druidic whiskey, and I still have, I think, some of that, like, spiced rum that I bought that's, like, basically paint thinner. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Very good. And, uh... Yeah, you keep on moving northward uh, along this road, and Tellywood tells you that probably uh, in a day, there will be a road that goes off toward Wistamir, if you wanted to follow that. That's where the halfling was going, um, though it looks like Narvi is having other plans, now that it's just him and the girl. Uh, it's where the elves were supposed to go, but the the Furbolg and Tellywood were going to continue into the mountains. Um, so you'll have you'll have about a day or two to make that choice about where you kind of want to go. The th- I was also going to ask just because within this map, we were trying to go to here. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm zoomed pretty far out, so I can keep everything on, so I can't really see yeah. the names. And Wistamir is up here. Um, Tellywood was going to go roughly this way. Yeah, her her final point is somewhere in these mountains. Yeah, because that was the thing where she was like, "I'm going to end up here." I'm like, "That's that's not a town." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah no, yeah. we're not going. We're not going to a town." I'm like, that's weird, though. Um, <laughs> do does she know of? Do I know of? With my whatever knowledge of the area I have. Would there be a way to go from Wistamir to where we're going? Like, especially I see that there's actually some rivers in here. Uh, yeah, give me a history check or, um, yeah, history check of the area. Or we could just, just uh, since it's the first time this evening, Charity has access to the cantrip guidance. Whee! If you have access to the cantrip guidance, use the cantrip guidance. Um, Spam the the hell out of that thing. Uh, Yeah, so history? Yes. And a d4. All right. um, You you think you remember there's a pass somewhere to the north where the the mountains are a lot easier to cross. Um, You're not exactly sure where that is, uh, but... It, it's it's possible that there's sort of a if you just head north a little bit more from Wistermere and then east you might be able to hit that better 
Uh, but you're not exactly sort of sure where it is or anything. I, I would. Would I know where it is? Uh, you could do a history check with advantage if you wanted to. And guidance on you. And guidance. Seriously, kids, spam it. It's really <laughs> good. Uh, you don't exactly know where it is, but you you know the name of it. Uh, and with it's, the it's D4, the do I know where it is? Oh, uh, it's the Gahonia Pass. Uh, and it's somewhere up here. That's so not that close name. to where I grew up, is it? You grew up a little bit more over uh, here. Okay. A little more down. So it, where it would be a little bit more north. Yeah, it's pretty much where Tellywood is going. So hmm. does Gahonia Pass mean anything to me? No, it does not. Okay, moving on. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Um, what would I think about the the sort of relative timing of going into the mountains this way versus going this way? Maybe being able to like take a. Okay, he's just pinging at random. Uh, I, I was trying <laughs> not to random. Divine... I'm, show, I'm showing the path. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. So yeah. It, it, Basically, she's going this way. Why are we doing this this way? She's going this way. <laughs> yes. Also, apparently, we are moving very slowly because from the river to those mountains is only 30 feet. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, it's not that. Burbage it's not, that it's not, round. It's not that we're going slowly. It's that we're just very small. Don't don't joke about that. Size fuckery. Um, <laughs> size fuckery versus sort of going that way and then up and then over. You had said yeah. it was easier through the mountains up here. Yes. Do, do I think that there would be a what do I think the time differential might be? Yeah, it, it actually might be about a similar time to detour toward Wistamir and then go through the pass rather than try to scale the mountains, basically. Um, which is sounds what Tellywood is going to do. I would probably put that question to then the family. It seems Yeah, like let's do that. We have two routes. One offers us a chance to perhaps complete some business in Wistamir. Looking at uh, Vimeris. And offers at least potentially a similar timeline to get to the town that we need to get to. The other is certainly a more direct route, although the difficulty of it might make it harder to cross. I vote Wistamir because I like going to Wistamir <laughs> and not going into that part of the mountain. So you've been to Wistamir before? Is it nice? No. I'm confused as uh, to No, I haven't been. <laughs> I'm confused as to why you like going to Wistamir then. I just like going there instead of going into that other part of the mountains. So I vote Wistamir. I'm no longer confused. For Maris and Burbage? Wistomir. Yeah, yeah, Wistomir sounds fine. Um, Andy, in the meantime, I have gone ahead and taken another swig of the Jordan whiskey. <laughs> Give me a constitution God check, God damn it. A saving throw. Constitution saving throw. I like how he's drinking something that requires a saving throw. You are riding on your donkey, and you go, Wistamir, and then you take a sip, and you fall straight off your donkey. Did he have disadvantage? Onto the ground. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, had that on. Because 
Oh, okay. That was a nat you don't 20 have otherwise. Actually, that was a nat 20. Okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase what happened. <laughs> you say, Wistermare, and you take a sip of this, and you go, <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, and you get very nicely buzzed from it. You feel like you're starting to actually get a bit of a tolerance Jesus. going here. Yeah, so from now on, that. you can you can actually roll this with advantage. Yeah. Wait. Only when I'm drinking the Druidic whiskey. Yes. Only that. Wistamir, Wistamir, may we come, Wistamir. I thought he was trying to do the Spider-Man theme for a second. I was really confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to, but then I didn't want to. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad I recognized okay. the start of that at least. Shut up! Shut up! Are you really a charity? Or... I'm, uh, he might be yelling Who at the said that? ghosts, actually. <laughs> Burbage? Charity Are you okay? I'm feeling good and I don't hear anybody. I, I'm putting my fingers in my ears. <laughs> Burbage. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride up and I'm going to What are you gonna do? I'm stealing your drink, I'm sorry. Oh, uh give me a sleight of hand roll. Okay. Give me a perception check, Burbage. I think he sees it. <laughs> no, he's just yeah. just wait, just wait. Oh, okay. It's like his mod is seven and he re-rolls yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do see Vomeris reaching for your drink then, uh, Burbage. Ah, your you would have to closed. unplug your ears, yeah. Yeah, you just have your eyes open a bit and you see Gary shambling riding up next to you and Vomeris reaching for your drink. I assume that he just wants some of this druidic whiskey, so I freely offer it to him. Oh, sweet. But you unplugged your ears. Yeah, to give you some of my druidic whiskey. Okay, but now you can hear everything. Burbage, are you okay? Well, yeah, I'm fine. You've been shouting and plugging your ears. Yeah, sometimes people shout and plug their ears. Not just for no reason, though. Did I say I didn't have a reason? Okay, why are you doing that? You are messing up my buzz, I'll tell you that much. Vimeris, have some. Yeah, you clearly want it. Drink it. I'll take it. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm, I'm drinking it. You'd take a drink? He doesn't need to do a constitution saving throw? No, he he does. I'm asking, are you taking a drink? Oh, (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, give me a constitution save. All right. Um you you have flowers that just grow out of your ears. Uh and you go cross-eyed and then you sort of slump forward onto um Gary who is holding you up. Um and the bottle kind of falls to the ground next to you. You are oh, unconscious no. now. I am unconscious. I don't know if they should yeah. be drinking that. I pick up the bottle. Anybody else want some? Charity? Stormbringer? No. Wistermere? Wistermere? Doing Wistermere? Hmm? <laughs> I just came right back around to that theme. <laughs> um, 
you begin to uh, hear a bit of music up ahead. Uh, and Tellywood has stopped and sort of motioned all of you forward as you're just as you're cresting a hill um, at about four in the afternoon. I'm going to sort of go, what is that? The last time we heard music, it turned into something bad. Oh, it appears there's a carnival up ahead. And they've stopped and set up tents. Look. And you look forward and, and just over the hill, um, you see a lot of merrymaking. Um, there are several tents, one gigantic tent uh, set up. There's a lot of horses and carriages and carts uh, off to the side of the road. And it just looks like the road itself has been transformed into almost a small town. Uh, you, you see... Uh, from this distance, even flame dancers uh, and all kinds of people scurrying about looking at shops. And um, it just seems to be a traveling fair caravan thing. Uh, and it's all set up right caravan. in front of you. Um, I'm really happy to say that. Damn it. <laughs> caravan. What would you like to do? I'm still passed out. Yeah. Can I just like okay. slap him yeah. repeatedly until he wakes up? Yes, you can slap him until he wakes up. Yeah. He's but do I want to wake up? Incredibly, you're incredibly drunk, uh, but you are conscious, kind of. Wow, I've been that kind of drunk before, and yeah, it is. The flowers just, in let, your... just let me just just <laughs> let me sleep. The flowers in your ears uh, have now sort of blossomed into small trees. Trees, Jesus, uh, small. Ones. They're not heavy, right? <laughs> no, 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 not super heavy. No. Okay. Do they have any fruit? It looks like they might have fruit if they continue to grow. Nice. Oh. I, I water the Maris's ear trees. <laughs> With what? <laughs> With water. I thought I've got water in my in my inventory. I think in the party inventory. I, yeah, I just, I've got four water skins. I love the fear and outrage that went into saying, with what? <laughs> you could feel it. <laughs> yeah, there. along with that, you see the beginnings of like barley and wheat uh, and just a little bit of uh, fruit maybe growing on a tree. It, Why does it, he have like a guys, European guys, ecosystem? <laughs> I'm food now. Yeah, you are. I'm food. Um, nom nom Maris. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I eat him? I would look. Let's just at the moment. Let's just let it see what happens. Let's return to the question of eating the Maris later. Yeah, no, I for one want to check out this caravan. Wait, why is there a caravan, caravan, whatever, here? In, like, the middle of nowhere. I'm gonna look at Tellywood. Thoughts on that? Uh, no. Nope. I've... I mean, I've not been on this road very often, but I don't recall a, such a large traveling carnival. I think we should fireball it. Did you say fire mullet? <laughs> yeah. She did. Fire mullet? Fireball. Fireball. Oh, fireball. She wants, <laughs> she wants to solve this. She wants to solve the problems one 20-foot radius circle at a time. 
I get I think, there. I think charity charity I've authorized you to use fireball on it. Please do so. That's not <laughs> usually how the authorization for violence works in our family. Well, you guys can authorize me, so I can authorize you. All right, this is ridiculous. While Stormbringer is going on about attacking a bunch of innocent people, <laughs> Burbage is struck. Burbage has an, a legitimately good idea. He wants to see if he can make some money by putting Vimeris up as like an exhibit because of the trees growing out of his ears. So he's going to drag Vimeris <laughs> towards the Faravan and the halfling find... is going to drag the guide. Guide, you know. he's, a, he's a friend, and he's. Uh, I'm stumbling. I'm stumbling after. Yeah, and I'm. We're, I'm going to try to find who's in charge. He's convinced he's... me that it's going to be the most comfortable of beds. So, Aww. well, this is a terrible idea. Uh, Even I. Like... With, with the money we're about to make from your freaky ear trees, uh-huh. I thought I get to eat uh-huh. his ear trees. I'm calling after. Well, after the money, Stormbringer. I'm after sure. the money. So when I when I nod my head, the little trees leaves like little. They they shook. They shake too. A, a little bit, yeah. They're they're still growing too at the same time. So it's, <laughs> it tickles. It's, uh, <laughs> it tickles in the wind. I'm going to your, look your whole head is sort of blowing. Charity, up should we keep up with them? I'm going to look at Tellywood. Do you think that we should stop? Um. I'm, well, we do need a lot of resources. It's not a bad time to resupply. From the random Farnival or whatever this is called. I mean, it's... You, you know, know such things happen. To... We we are a caravan on the road. I suppose they could be as well. Uh, yeah. And worst case scenario, Charity kind of cracks his neck. They own flammable things and live in them. This That's is true. true. I think we should lead with that. I don't think we should. Let's we've see. seen a lot of really sketchy stuff on this road. I don't think we've met anything or seen anything that's not sketchy. So I'm just saying we should lead with I understand that impulse and can even appreciate the caution that goes into it. But for right now, let's catch up with our friends and make sure that Burbage doesn't accidentally sell the mares to a freak show. Or even right, worse, you he- non-accidentally. You all head downhill with the rest of the caravan. Um, you pull off to the side of the road as there's sort of two large tents flaking, flanking the road. Um, this seems to be kind of a check-in area. Um, but you do feel that uh, if you wanted to, there's a giant festival going on in front of you. There's oh man, there's so, there's so many character tokens. I'm so nervous. Wow, yeah, this is a lot of people. I thought Red had broken off from our caravan. No, remember you, we you found him in the cave. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I know. I know we found him again. I just meant that I assumed he was going to continue going on his own way. He doesn't have any of his stuff with him. Do He's I basically just living off of you guys for now. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. clearly there was a miscommunication here when I said I thought he had just gone his own way I meant Charity would have very flammably suggested that he should (laughs) continue to go his own way I gotcha so he 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 will not be here (laughs) just Ah! FYI (laughs) 
Wow, I think Charity just threatened the DM. No, no, no. He, yeah, oh, he no, just I went his right. own way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't threatening Andy. I'm like, if, if he wanted that, I'm like, okay, fine. But like, Charity was in his. Hey, remember how you know we held your face like a quarter inch from a fire? Was that fun? Is that why you're here again? Uh, okay. So cool. I want to look for who's in charge. You said there was a check-in area? There is, yeah. There's definitely a check-in area. Uh, and there's there's a very tall, sort of um, thick person uh, standing in between the two tents, um, seemingly taking names, and then uh, with a little bit of, like, soot or something, drawing a, a small little symbol on their wrist. Does this person look like they might want to arm wrestle? Uh, and everyone to you looks like they want to arm wrestle. Also ahead of you, you see a giant black circle. Okay, I was... I was that's dome. not normal. I was going to ask about that. I'm having some traumatic flashbacks to fighting the Oni. Yeah, this looks kind of freaky, you guys. Maybe we should fireball now? Does this actually look like a darkness spell to me? Not quite. It's like a sphere. Um, and it's just like pitch. It, it is black, but it's not like it's sucking in light because you can see light bouncing off the blackness, if that makes sense. Oh, so it looks like a, it looks like an actual just black dome to you. OK, I think you should see how it reacts to fireball. I probably would have um, asked Gary Shambling to sort of keep watch on our stuff in the caravan. And then, hello, give, hello. and then giving him a scritch. He would, yeah. And Narvi and Modo are going to hang back as well. Also, you notice um, Narvi's been training Modo. Um, they've started to develop an interesting fighting style since he only has one arm. He has a shield, and she has, like, two daggers that she's been wielding. Um, and she's getting fairly good at it. She's actually quite quick. Um, and they've been training as much as you've been reading, basically. Charity uh, sees Charity. absolutely nothing wrong with this. That's awesome. It's a dangerous world. Uh, and so, Burbage, you you sort of run up, and um, a very kind of this tall, thick person you see now has kind of scales on them, like all over. They're glittery almost. Uh, and they say, what is it that I could do for you, little one? Hello. Who are you? Yes. Yes, who are you? Are you saying who am I? No, how are you? How, how, how? <laughs> how am I? Yeah. Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm so good. Good, good. Welcome to the wondrous wonders of Wilfred Wall. I'm food. Oh, You're we have what? plenty of food. We have he's plenty not, of food. He's not food. No, no, no. He is not food. No. Just wanted that to be clear. But we, we have lots of food for for you. Although, to eat although with your mouth, Mr. with your human mouth, Mister, what's your name? Oh, my name is not important. All Call right. me well, one of Wilfred's children. I like right. Wilfred's children. Wilfred's and we like you. Uh, it will be one silver piece to enter the car the carnival. But uh, when you are inside, eh, the only thing you pay for is drink and food. Oh, all right. Well, I'll gladly pay for we'll and our stores and our wares and our entertainment. Well, 
Sure. Oh, yes. So we pay for a lot more than drinking food. Well, in, if you stay in, in the tents, if you stay in the tents, yes, that's that too. Okay. But the silver so nothing piece. Nothing is free. Two things are free if you know where to look. If you know what they mean. What's free? <laughs> well, you should have to look in I'm special places. I'm not very good at looking. I'm, I'm going to sort of raise my hand. Um, as a question. Yes. Dome of Darkness over there. So, oh, what, you noticed it. At That's this very key. Charity is blinking like apparently struggling with is this person putting him on <laughs> it is one of our many mysteries what is it where did it come from who can tell that's wild did, All but right. if, if you come quickly into the festival if you are not there are other people behind you uh, and you do see actually several people kind of waiting in line now behind you um, and they're like a small family of half elves. I give him four silvers, paying for myself and the rest of my family. Oh, excellent, him, uh, excellent! And he draws what also, looks to be a little bit of a like a G, almost um, kind of squiggly G on your hands. Uh, what does what this is mean? this? Well, in case you leave, you can get back in for free. Oh, fantastic! And where could we find Mister Wilfred? Uh, Mrs. Wilfred. Oh, Mrs. Wilfred. Oh, my apologies. Uh, she she was attending to the horses last time I saw her. All right, because we've got the business proposition of a lifetime for her. Actually, she's just over there. And he, he points kind of to your left, uh, and there's someone kind of over by the horses. Um, she's wearing large antlers on her head, uh, and she seems to be kind of having her hands outstretched and humming just a loud tune uh, several kind of assistants keep the horses in a in a sort of special area I take Vimeris's arm and or leg Ooh, her hand my, yeah my leg <laughs> <laughs> take my leg and I go over towards Wilford Lowe. okay so I would be following but also this I want to check the symbol that was written on our hands yeah uh-huh um both like do i recognize it from anywhere and do i think it's used in anything so i probably yeah. history and arcana yep history and arcana and guidance guidance is in effect remember kids i love it good cantrip uh bob so i guess start with the history because that's probably the more general Sure, yeah, totally. Um, you do kind of re- recall this symbol. Um, it's it's a symbol of of um, of one of the major cities in Gaholnia, but really up to the north, uh, called Limpston. Uh, and it's not actually a G. It's just it's like a weird way of of drawing an L to a certain extent. But it's it's sort of one of the symbols of the town. Okay. And then. Given that I recognize that, but do I think that? Yeah. I guess we're showing. Ah, okay. Yeah, up here. Wow, that's Limpston, way up there. Limpston, yeah. I see. Um, do I think that this is like part of any spell that I recognize or anything? No. Okay. So nope, just... you don't 
yeah, recognize any spell or anything there. Okay. And I don't feel anything magical coming from it. No. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just be trotting along after Burbage and drunk of the mares. I wave to uh, the, the individual that that guy waved toward. Yeah, this appears to be a woman um, wearing, again, large antlers on her head, uh, humming just a small tune to the uh, to the horses and easing all of them. Is she human? Uh, she does appear to be either human or very human-like. She might have a few little elf features, so it's possible she's half-elven, but... She also might be sort of making herself up to look like that, too. Mm. <clears throat> Hello? Ms. Wilfred Woe? Oh, yes. Yes, what can I do for you? Are you enjoying Hi. my wondrous wonders? Oh, yeah, it's all, it all looks fantastic. I look forward to looking around. But to be <laughs> honest, I'm here less as a patron and more as a potential uh-huh. business partner. Ooh, I like the sound of My name is Burbage Kemp. This is my friend Vimaris, and he yes. is food. And I shake the trees. Oh my god, you drank druidic whiskey. It's it's uh, nice yeah. to meet another one. And she sort of um oh. bows low uh. and produces her hand and from it a small um flower grows out of her palm. And it's customary actually in druidic culture to take this flower. I stare at it. Vimaris. <laughs> she gives you sort of a concerned look. My dear boy, you are one with druidic nature, yes. This is why you've reacted so. Have you never have you never heard of druidic whiskey before? What circle did you grow up in, dear boy? <laughs> I shake my head. <laughs> I'm I'm what gonna sort of uh, what does that mean? I'm going to sort of extend over Vimaris's shoulder and, like, bow using my upper body so she can still be. I am Charity of the family. Uh, my friend here is a little bit really wasted. <laughs> oh. That was Vimaris. He still, you, you just drank the whiskey then? Nodding. Oh, you boy. Well, yeah, he, this is. I would plant him if I were you, and then you could make some more. You'd what? Make some more Vimarises? Plant me! No. <laughs> Your friend is a little weird, but. Yes, where's Gary? I have we'll a make plant. Make whiskey. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where's Vimaris? Stop! Oh, God. I don't feel like we need a renewable source of alcohol. Vimaris! Um, I'm going to sort it of is, get it is quite as you and just. Like. With, oh, if it was Stormbringer, it would be a tackle. With Charity, it's just sort of he's leaning into you with his arms around you and his feet sort of outstretched. You I just kind of well hug just, you. You may well just be pushing me, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just hugging you, and I'm like, this is nice. This this is oh. nice. <laughs> this is Ms. Woe, I was wondering if there's any chance that we could uh, yeah. make some money off of your patrons by putting up Vimaris with his tree ears as like a sort of exhibit, sort of a freak. <laughs> Well, if you plant him a few days, then he'll be growing everything you would need to make druidic whiskey. Uh, I'm sure many of the patrons would pay dearly for that. What would happen to Vimaris if we did plant him? <laughs> I'd be incapacitated for three days. <laughs> He's a druid, dear boy. He'll be fine. 
Really? Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think we should do that. I don't think we should do that. Um, Burbage, yeah, she seems up and up. You don't have any reason not to trust her. She seems fourth. Well, I don't think we have three days to uh, stick around. So you're saying you won't let me try to get money from people in your caravan for showing off. Faravan, how, how cute, how quaint. Yeah, no, you can you, have that. Yeah, boy, there, please, do what you want. If you can make a little on the side, just uh, remember Wilfred, please. I would like my cut of whatever's made within my boundaries. Sure, yeah, all right. How about 90-10? Deal. Deal. And I extend my hand. Beautiful. Did you shake do you my need hand? something? Oh, or, uh, uh, She'll produce nope. a flower at you. Oh, and I take it's the flower. a small yellow flower. You pick it from her palm. You would make a good druid, little one. Thanks. Don't know what that means, but all right. Uh, see you later. Nice goodbye. Guys, if we could trick people into thinking that there's something special about Vimaris having trees for years, we could totally make some money here. I just need to give her 10% of whatever we make. I'm going to stop, and you're going to see Charity looks torn between two impulses. Well, you're saying would it? we need to convince them that it's special that he has trees growing from his ears. What if it was a giant snake growing trees from its ears? Ooh. Ooh, Charity! I like the way you think, brother! Or, or a dozen tiny snakes growing tiny trees from their ears. Oh, man. <laughs> that sounds adorable. Would that work? Or a little what tiny fruit? fruit? I'm going to look I'm going to look at Stormer. It's why I thought of it. <laughs> Do we um, think that would that that would work with the, the with the Vimaris's transformation stuff. I'll let drunk Jamet Vimaris decide that. <laughs> <laughs> like which animal to turn into, or if it works. If, if it, it works, would, yeah. If it would work. I mean, yeah. I I know whether it will work or not, but Vimaris oh, okay. probably won't. So, drunk Vimaris, decide whatever you like. Okay, I give in to peer pressure, and I turn into a swarm of snakes. All right, as you do that, um, all the herbs and small trees that are growing in your ears flop to the ground um, and quickly dry up. No, 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 oh, no, no. I'm just going to oh. eat those. I'm, I bend down and try to collect them and try to uh, put them back on, on the snakes. But I said you got snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been carrying some holding snakes. Oh, but they're from Maris. They're all wriggling. They're what? They're wriggling. They're wriggling. Ah, oh. I'm, I'm gonna sort of look at this entire scene, sigh, and like pat, like my shoulder. Oh, don't worry. You didn't need to get the token. I'm back to Vimaris, and now he's fondling me. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! All right. Well, this is a bit better. Garbage. <laughs> Vimaris. Uh, okay, Burbage stops and says, we should save this for later. All right, well, I say we go shopping. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's go shopping. Maybe they have pastries. <laughs> I like pastries. Yay. I was going to eat Vermeers, but now I can't. <laughs> I'm no longer food. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not sure if I am either. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.